Assurance of Answered Prayer by Jesse Penn Lewis How constantly the Lord said ask in all his teaching on prayer the very word brings us into relation to a person you do not ask from a wall or an influence you must have a person to ask anything from for asking apart from the person is empty and valueless to ask in prayer is much but it is the answer to the asking which proves dealing with god christ did not only say ask but receive we want answered prayer and prayer answered all the time let us look at some of the lord jesus christ assurances about answer to prayer first turn to matthew 21:21 Jesus said to them verily I say unto you if you have faith and doubt not ye shall not only do what is done to the fig tree but even if ye shall say to this mountain be thou taken up and cast into the sea it shall be done it shall be done and all things whatsoever you ask in prayer believing ye shall receive notice the connection of the word ask with the faith that can say to the mountain go the lord does not say you can tell the mountain to go purely as a word of command apart from him the word ask following the statement about the mountain shows that the be thou removed is the result of an asking and dealing with god first in prayer we must never leave out the asking we are first to ask and then say to the mountain go there is the asking and then the doing or saying or dealing with the obstacle we have prayed about this is the kind of prayer we want the prayer that acts upon the transaction first made with god ask then say to the obstacle you must go for god has said it shall be done so many ask and then go away and even forget all about what they have asked because they think the asking is sufficient they think god has undertaken and they have finished with it but by their dropping the matter they hinder god working and and they wonder why they have not answered prayer ask then say to the mountain go it is this side of prayer that is opening to so many we have something to do with the outcome of prayer following it up in perseverance and watching ephesians 6:18 we have not only to ask but we have got to say we must ask the lord to know his will and then say to the mountain go the asking brings us in relation to a person and then we are to direct the appeal, the effect of the appeal to a person upon the specific thing prayed for then it moves as we pray and presently the mountain goes into the sea that is it melts into oblivion mountains of obstacles in front miles high so that the way through seems impossible but you asked and in the asking you came into close relationship with the lord jesus who said to his disciples you ask and i will do you say lord i ask you to move this mountain in the path and he replies yes child now turn and face your mountain and say to it go thus you cooperate with god in its going 
by the word of your testimony saying god says it shall be done the question therefore comes what have you been doing you have been asking and you have been looking but the mountain in your path does not move ah you say i suppose i did not ask properly yes but after asking you ought to have been saying all the time it shall be done and keeping the word of your testimony ringing until that mountain is removed the lord wants your cooperation of faith by the word of your testimony until the work is accomplished this is the victory of faith which overcomes the world in mark 9 21 to 24 we have the same subject in a different setting peter says to him rabbi behold the fig tree which you cursed is withered away and jesus said have faith in god verily i say unto you whosoever shall say unto this mountain be thou taken up and be thou cast into the sea and shall not doubt in his heart how are we going to get to the place of no doubt in the heart this way all things whatsoever ye pray and ask for ye shall receive you ask and in the asking deal with god until you have not a shadow of doubt left that god has said the mountain shall go then you can believe you receive and confidently say it shall be done note again shall believe that what he says comes to pass there is more in this saying than we have thought and that is why the devil has had such power to quench us one of the difficulties when you talk about this word of testimony is the gagged mouth it is not polite to say in certain certain circumstances <clears throat> we are all so tied up with conventionalities our civilized conventionality has quenched the word of testimony which conquers the enemy and gives god a way to fulfill his word to the believing believer he shall have whatsoever he says sometimes when we try to get a soul to say victory the lips cannot form the word or if they say the word it is with such a feeble voice yet if something else happened they would have a strong voice the voice is quenched at the point of victory you cannot get them to say it all of us have to learn how to get a little more liberty of expression in prayer pray aloud in your room with a view to this read your bible aloud say to the mountain go audibly when necessary because it breaks the power of the hindering adversary now turn <coughs> to matthew 18:18 Verily I say unto you whatsoever he shall bind on earth shall be bound in heaven notice the shalls and whatsoever ye shall loose on earth shall be loosed in heaven again I say to you that if two of you shall agree on earth as touching anything that they shall ask it shall be done for them of my father which is in heaven for where two or three are gathered together in my name there am I in the midst of them we cannot put aside the glorious passage and say it has nothing to do with us we have no right to the last verse if we have no right to the preceding ones we must not sever the words the words which christ has joined we must not cut up the bible to suit our mental difficulties 
If the Lord said, Where two or three are gathered together, there am I, He also said, Whatsoever ye bind on earth shall be bound in heaven. But some may say that is for the church. Are we not each one of us part of the church? Yes, but it is for the church in assembly. But the Lord says, Where two or three are in His name, He is. And does not that make the church? The head of the church present and two or three of the members form the quorum for prayer. Is not that enough? It certainly does not mean the outward visible church nor a denomination, but it does mean the New Testament church formed of the body of Christ, consisting of head and members. Where two therefore are and Christ is with them and they agree to ask in his name anything, they can bind things which God says Amen to in heaven. And they can lose things also, for God says, it shall be done. It is the binding and loosing of prayer, for it says, if two of you agree to ask. You ask God in the name of the head of the church who is with you in the petition, if it is according to his will. You may say, Father, in the name of Jesus, we agree to ask you to bind that wicked enemy who is maltreating and injuring your people and oppressing them. Then God says in effect, Children, where do you want him bound? And you say, in such, a, in such and such a church or such and such a mission where he is doing so and so. If two of you agree as touching anything that they shall ask and whatsoever we shall bind on earth shall be bound in heaven, then God sets his seal upon it in heaven. And on whatsoever ye shall loose on earth, God sets his seal in heaven, and it is loosed. May God restore to his people this power in prayer, for it is simply the authority of prayer, but it has been strained and made to appear something extraordinary, or as belonging to a few, when it means just a child's knowledge of the Father in union with his Son. But you must ask according to his will. Your praying has no effect on the mountain of obstacle or on the opposing enemy unless you have first dealt with the Lord Christ. You ask from a person and then when you have the assurance from him, you can turn in the name and the victory of that person and say to the enemy as to the mountain, Go in Jesus' name. Now turn to John 14.13 Greater works than these shall ye do because I go to my Father. He that believes into me, the works that I do shall he do. To the weakest members of the body of Christ who are believers into Christ, that is those who are united to him in faith, Christ says, the works that I do shall he do. What did he do? Take only two things. Did he not command the demons not to speak? Did he not cast them out? And he said, The works that I do shall ye do, and greater works than these shall ye do. Which way are they done? This way. And whatsoever ye shall ask in my name, I will do. It is first close relationship with him who did the works when he was on earth, then the asking him to do, and then in his name doing the works as his instrument. For he must get a voice to say to the mountain, Go! And to the demon, go in Jesus' name. The Lord does not say, he that is clever, he that is learned, he that is great in the church, he that is educated, 
he that has such and such a position it says nothing but he that believes into he that is united to the conqueror if he will only live in that close union with him so that he can ask with no doubt in his heart christ says you ask i will do because the works that i do shall he do he will be asking and i will be doing and i will work as far as he asks are we not then responsible for the asking if god can only work as far and as deep as the church prays is the church not responsible for not praying it seems as if prayer made the railway line so to speak for god to work you may not ever see the answer but you have done your part you have asked how much then have you asked if you ask 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 then you are making a way for god to work 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 as to the groundwork for this which looks so simple on the surface you will find the main condition for answered prayer in john 15:7 if you abide in me and my words abide in you you shall ask what ye will and it shall be done your will comes in here when you ask he will only do what you will shall be done and this cuts away superficial praying prayer here does not mean merely talking with your tongue your asking is not of account until your will is behind it and unless the fuel for prayer of god's own word is deeply incorporated in you there are some things you cannot ask for because you do not want them done that is enough to give yourself for the fulfillment of the answer at any cost you may say the words with your lips but your will does not go with the words now god says you shall ask what you will and it shall be done it means the surrender and the active cooperation of your will your whole will must go into the ask and into the prayer saying i do choose that it shall be done and that at any cost to myself i put my whole will into it then god is able to say it is done This brings us to prayer in the will. It is not what you feel but what you will. Whatsoever ye shall ask and whatsoever ye will. So the asking must carry with it the will. That is you want deliverance on a certain point then you must add to your asking God to deliver you the will that it shall be done. Choose and say that it shall be victory. God works with that will in a moment and victory comes. It is most important to understand the co-action of our will with God's working in the answering of prayer. The passage in John 16:23 brings us to the Holy Spirit as the inspirer of prayer. In that day, Pentecost, you shall ask me no questions if you shall ask anything. Hitherto ye have asked nothing in my name. Ask and ye shall receive. The greatest effect of the coming of the Holy Spirit into the human spirit is the stream of prayer pouring out of that spirit with power to ask without effort or strain a stream of prayer as it were as if the spirit was opened wide towards God let it be emphasized again and again the Lord Christ has given assurance of answered prayer the passages we have read gives absolute assurance of answered prayer 
we need to get into us the fact that god means to answer prayer god wants to answer prayer god's purpose is answered prayer if prayer is an absolute necessary if prayer is an absolutely necessary condition for god to fulfill his purposes then at the close of the age in which we are in prayer is of special importance to god for instance daniel read in the books daniel 92 that the time had come when certain prophecies were to be fulfilled did he say they will be fulfilled anyhow no he set himself to pray that they should come to pass so for this present age god has foretold things that are to come to pass but he needs those who will read his word to understand the will of the lord and then pray that his counsel shall come to pass this may be the meaning of the prayer of the spirit and of the church in the book of revelation come lord jesus come quickly why should that sentence be given for the church to pray when it is already said that he is coming take this principle of god's need of prayer to fulfill what he has purposed and trace it through the bible and you will find all through the ages God had some souls praying and watching unto prayer at the time foretold for the fulfillment of God's purposes. At the time Christ came in his first advent there were a little company in the temple praying who knew that God had promised the Messiah and that the time was at hand. And when the time is at hand for the Lord Jesus to come the second time there will be an oppressed church crying Avengers of our adversary Luke 18:3 and come Lord Jesus come quickly we must continue in prayer for God to continue working out what has been asked of him praying always with all prayer and watching thereunto with all perseverance then there are conditions necessary for God to answer prayer Abraham knew this and in that story of his pleading with god for sodom we find he was seeking to understand the conditions upon which god would save the city he said lord if this and this will you save it paul said be not unwise but understanding what the will of the lord is you must seek to understand and get to know from the lord what are the conditions upon which he will deal with such and such a thing just as abraham did In Sodom's case the conditions were not there they could not be met so Sodom was not saved it is a great lesson after you have prayed for a specific thing inquire how will the lord do it so that you may follow on in prayer there are some things of which in the abstract you can always be certain of god's will and ask without a doubt example the son of god was manifested to destroy the works of the devil You may ask God to destroy the devil's works and believe that he will do it but how you cannot always tell We have said that Abraham reverently questioned the Lord as to the conditions upon which he would save Sodom before he could ask in faith that the city would be spared So if you want to be intelligent in prayer so as to be always answered you must give yourselves to prayer in the same way As you walk with God you do get to know when you have learned a little of god's way of working and someone asks you do you think i might ask god for so and so you know at once that there are certain conditions missing and that god cannot work until they are put right 
overall specific need give time first to find out the conditions upon which god can answer you <clears throat> you are burdened say about a mission hall and you pray lord pour out your spirit upon that hall and do a mighty work of grace you have asked now you pray lord what are the conditions upon which you can do this then you begin to pray over the circumstances there is jealousy it may be between workers that needs to be removed then you pray lord destroy that jealousy between your children again you pray on the other facts you know until all is prayed over in detail you will find so much to pray about this and that and the other until you have prayed for that mission hall and its affairs through and through and as you are praying god is working even though you may not see it for he says ask and i will do you are making the lines or ditches for god to work before you begin to pray about that jealousy between the workers there was probably no prayer specifically dealing with it the lord was waiting for someone to ask he works with your prayers it is a great lesson too how daniel sought to understand after his long time of prayer the whole result of it was so far as he was consider so far as he was concerned that a messenger from god came to make him skillful of understanding then daniel was simply told that he was to stand in his lot at the end of the age he saw no answer to prayer at the time in any special way but he understood one great result of his persistent prayer was the record that he wrote of god's future purposes and the unveiling of the great warfare in the unseen realm between the hosts of light and the hosts of darkness over the one fact of god sending a messenger to make only one man understand the scriptures of truth and through him to make the same truth known to his people in ages to come even unto this very day the vaster your prayers and the more worldwide they are so to speak the more tremendous the forces set in motion in the unseen realm and the longer god is working them out if you ask a little thing god can do that quickly and many of the lord's people are so happy if they get one thing answered in their daily life then they ask other small things and think they understand prayer while they do not see how they might be brought to understand god's purposes by the teaching of the holy spirit of the will of god and pray prayers that would go right down to the ages in god's working out of his plans see revelation chapter 8 3 to 5 do not undervalue answers in the little things of daily life for they serve to confirm your faith but god wants you matured in the spiritual life so that you have the knowledge that your prayers are answered without the need of having little evidences to keep your faith alive your knowledge of god's answer to prayer in his will can grow so clear that if you do not see a trace of answer for a prolonged time you know your prayers have been heard answer to prayer is as sure as cause and effect can be if you pray for certain things in line with god's will and conditions you are as certain of the answer as the working of cause and effect in other directions God wants men and women who can pray for the church of Christ according to God's purposes for her as revealed in his word 
that it will take all the millennium for God to work out the answers to those prayers. In the light of this, we can see that God's purposes for the closing of the age and the coming of Christ and the millennium and all that belong to these tremendous facts need prayer for their fulfillment. God needs some of his children to pray for the whole church and the whole world with spiritual intelligence and tenacious faith, things that it will take time to answer because they are so vast. Then as you ask for the church, it brings in faith for the smaller details of life so that you may see the Lord moving the difficulties in your environment as you pray. And you will be praying your way over everything step by step and seeing God work. May God teach us how to quench the fiery darts of the wicked one as fast as they fall by the weapon of prayer and faith. Let us take these passages to God and say, If God will teach me this, then I will give myself to God to learn to pray. Then the whole church of Jesus Christ will feel the power of every child of God who learns how to work by prayer.